Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of our Clone Wars Rewatch, our almost over Clone Wars Rewatch. I'm your Herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm your Herd mom, Megan. And this episode's going to be a short one. It's going to be a weird one. Um, this, we're just talking about a couple of episodes, and even though it's two episodes, there's not a whole lot going on, um, but it's definitely interesting and very, very different. It's, it's a bit of a departure. Um, it's familiar, but not too familiar. <laughs> but not too not familiar. Oh, that's that's copyright. It's a new craze. Um, we'll mail him a quarter. Um, <laughs> I have his album on Bandcamp. It's fine. It, it's 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 an interesting one. Um, I don't know if this was chosen before or after they knew it was going to be the final season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wonder how things might have changed that impact because this definitely feels like an episode we could have seen mm-hmm. but not I don't know I feel like if you know it's going to be your last season you pick the best of the best just do you it do the, you do the most um, you where, kiss Jar Jar is what you do <laughs> clear, uh, clearly um, <laughs> because it's weird I, I don't want it to sound like it has Jar Jar it shouldn't be in the final season no um, it's just the pl- it, it's weird. It's it it feels kind of like an earlier season episode. Yeah, it's very oh, much this dark. like side quest kind of yeah episode. Not filler, but no. like because they're I don't think well, they're no, real as anything. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's more it, that it just uh, it's just different. It's, yeah, it seems like a side quest that mm-hmm. you take when you have time, not when you. Yeah. Don't have time. <laughs> sometimes you kill a dragon. Sometimes you find a hand in a toilet. At mm. Shadow, tell my Legend of Zelda fans. There you but go. But like, just uh, yeah, it's, weird. I, it's just um, definitely not bad episodes. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, like you said, interesting. It's one of those campy fun ones. Um, but I've always had in the back of my head, this is what they chose for season six. Yeah. Because you're you're smack dab in the middle of. Some big episodes. Yeah. You know, you've got big political plots. You've got conspiracies um, discovered by clones. You've got Sith ghosts and prophecies of the future. That messed me up. And then you've got Jar Jar and Mace Windu adventures. And a queen named Julia. Yeah. Which is one of those Star Wars names where I'm like... It's like Ben. Yeah, it's what? like Ben. It's like Luke. This is it's too. Just like... This is too normal. <laughs> this is incredibly normal, and I couldn't find. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jar Jar definitely takes front and center in this. Yeah. Um, it's another way of the Clone Wars doing better than the prequels in handling his character, because um, he's yeah he's useful, but he's also fun, um, but he also still remains him. You know, he's very much yeah. himself. Um, and so, before we get too much further, I mean, we haven't even... You should be able to tell by the title of the episode, but we're talking about The Disappeared. Um, Spooky. Arc. I guess anything more than one episode is an arc. I'd call it an arch. Really? But, um, yeah, this uh, we're going to talk about Disappeared Part 1, and then we'll talk about Disappeared Part 2. And, and then, then that's it. That's that. It. Yeah. It's yeah. just weird. I. You know... It's one thing to watch, but then, like, the episode before the last episode of Clone Wars that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. is about a Jar Jar adventure. Yep. It's so weird. It's fitting. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
you know, again, it's not it's not a negative point of the character. It's nothing. Absolutely. You know, it's just that it's weird that that right before the ending <laughs> we have this weird adventure mm-hmm. of Jar Jar Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, but like it's literally Temple of Doom. Even it, her dress. It's very it's very Indiana. Um, but the state. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The, the state, state of Indiana. Or the dog. Or the you dog. Know. The um, dog was Indiana. So, but uh, it's season six, episode eight. Uh, disappeared, like I said, part one. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- the moral is, without darkness, there can be no light. Mm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, some would call that a pessimistic view, maybe. Maybe. But it's the kind of thing, like, you don't know what good is without evil. And you could make the argument... Yeah. Well, no, I know what good is. Yeah, you know what good is because you know what is not good. Yeah, there's so. a there's a great Hank Green song about an anglerfish, where he basically it's all about you know you can't hate something when you've never known the difference. Mm-hmm. Like you can't hate the light when you lived your whole life without light. Mm. You can't hate the night when you lived your whole life without light. Interesting. It, it's, it's a, a country great song, s- isn't it? No. No? No. Oh. Hank Green. You don't know who Sounds the Green Brothers country. is. John Green, the book that gave me anxiety. Do you remember that? The ones with dolphins? No. Turtles um, all the way down. Is, isn't he the one that did um, Stars with Faults? <laughs> yes. <laughs> AKA yes, Hollywood. that was him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, yeah uh, right. The, the Green so Brothers. That's the, his daddy? Oh, no. it's his brother. Have you never watched a, a Vlogbrothers video? A who? Oh my gosh. I know Smosh Brothers. That's a thing, No, right? they are not, not brothers. What's the thing? Um, I don't remember. I, I, don't, I clearly don't know what I'm talking okay. about. First of all, <laughs> okay, Hank Green, he the is... The country singer. No. Oh. He's a musician, but he's also... A scientist, kind of? He talks about science on YouTube. He has a great show called The Sci Show. Definitely a wreck. Um, a recommendation, not a WR wreck. Um, his brother, John Green, who, you remember, I pointed out one of your favorite YouTubers wearing a Pizza John shirt? No. John Green. I'm going to show you, like, hours upon hours of footage, and you just need to prepare your body for it. Okay, well... Um, let's talk about something I do know. They're the founders uh, of VidCon. Is, that it, what? They're the founders of VidCon. Cool. Um, I don't know what VidCon is. <laughs> I a know, child I, who was raised by YouTube married a child who was raised by not YouTube. Yeah, I was, I was raised by horror and sci-fi and Star Wars. Yeah. Um, say child. So there you go. We were and, both, and some anime. Yeah, we were both relatively older. I'm also when, related to an anime. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not related to anybody. <laughs> my father was an anime. Uh, my, my mama was an anime. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a very it interesting... It's a very interesting uh, outlook on life, you know? I mean, it, if anything, you can look at it as the perspective of yes. there's no morning without dusk, you know? But it makes you enjoy the day because you know of sunset. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, I, I probably could have said it more poetic, but I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but it's however you want to look at it. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so uh, some cool things about this, these couple of episodes, this arc, I guess. Again, it's just weird. Call. I think it needs three episodes to be called an arc. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. But um, we get introduced to a new planet. Um, we get uh, expansion on a uh, new race. Um, it's one of those races that's appeared in a background but never really went anywhere. Yeah. So to me, that means it's new. Um, you know, because it's just one of those things where it's just, I, I think they were just looking for aliens for this episode. And then they were like, wait, hang on, one of them has to kiss Jar Jar. So let's let's be <laughs> mindful of facial structure here. Nasty. It's um, like when they had Sonic kiss a human woman. Oh, gosh, Ugh. I don't want to talk about Sonic. I don't either. Um, but they're Bardotans. Bardotans. Um, when I very, the very first time I watched this, I actually thought these were another race of Gungans, like some, like, sub-race of Gungans, because they look very similar. They look incredibly similar. Um, but, uh, no, they are their own species, and if you're looking for one in the galaxy, there's a pod, race. pod racing one, apparently. He's the one that goes, <laughs> um, that's his whole scene, um, there, you know, it's at, he's the one that crashes into some. Oh no, his is the one that gets shot by the Tusken Raiders, I think. And then that's when he makes that sound like. <laughs> I remember. I always remember that sound. Yeah. Um, I I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. <laughs> the pod racing scene has the best sound design. <laughs> exactly, all the way down to the bar <laughs> Um And yeah, so there's some weird weird business happening to the bar uh, and so they call on the Republic for help. Yeah. Um, cool part couple cool parts with the uh jedi council scene um is that we get an empty seat which we know to be Adigalia's. uh it her cousin stas ali has not yet taken ownership yeah. of that throne also opal rancisis is there yay uh i really wish he could have shown up more prominently in this show but nonetheless yeah uh, at least he got in the background they designed him <laughs> um but apparently, the Bardotans are near to the Force. Apparently. So. But, like, I imagine in the same way that the, the Night Sisters wield the Force. Mmm, funny you mention that. Oh. Um, what's interesting about that is the backstory of why the Jedi can't help. Like, Mace Windu goes, mm-hmm. but he's not supposed to be known as a Jedi. Yes. Because apparently some Bardotan kids went missing, or... I can't... I don't think they went... The, they didn't like how the Jedi were wanting to take them away or something. Something like that. Uh-oh. Basically, the Jedi were doing Jedi things, and <laughs> the Bardotans were like, Hey, that's sketchy. And they were completely valid. Yay. Um, and so they were basically like, Eh, we don't like Jedi. Yeah. Um... But Mace goes undercover as um, Jar Jar's aide. And I think this was the big premise. Mm-hmm. We need a Star Wars, Indiana Jones-style adventure, and we need two most polar opposite characters we can get together. Yeah. Jar Jar and Mace Windu. Now, here's this has a... happened before. What? Hasn't it? Jar Jar and Mace Windu? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh. Um, now, here's the thing. Animation dulls our senses sometimes. I don't know, like, imagine this is Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> right? Also, It's so much harder. It says in the, in, at Wikipedia, says, uh, the Bardotan people had long had an aversion to the Jedi Order over the mistaken belief that the Jedi Knights were child abductors. It's mistaken. not a mistaken belief. Okay, so it was about the, <laughs> it was about stolen children. Yes. Um. 
here's the what well, they they were I'm sure like every camp counselor they have paperwork, you know. The 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 parents yeah, consent to sure. it. It's just it the more appropriate thing is that it's questionable to take a child away into a religious sect at such a young age. It it's not that you know, if the parents give permission, mm-hmm. that's a whole different conversation. It's never happened in real life before. Well, no, but, well, <laughs> what I mean is... That was a joke, by the way. Because the parents give permission, it's a different conversation. Yes. It'd be a whole different thing if the parents weren't giving permission. Now, should the parents give permission? Question. Again, a different conversation. Um, yeah. Why the Jedi feel the need? I mean, here's the thing. The same thing that we are like, oh, the First Order's bad because they steal and indoctrinate kids. The Jedi do, too. the same thing, yeah. So, uh. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, that, so the Bardottans have a valid point in not trusting Jedi. Yeah. And any rational person would have leaned back and been like, valid. Right. But um, Jedi can be so delicate. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the part we, um, mm-hmm. didn't mention was that Julia, Queen Julia, um, specifically requested Jar Jar. Yeah. I want to know the, yeah. I want to know the story of this. Is, I mean, this almost tops Obi-Wan and Satine in terms of how. Or Obi-Wan and Dex. Right. Right. Like how. He's got forearms with which to hug. I mean, was this during his tenure as, you know, Senate person? Because yeah. how else would he have gotten so traveled? Well, here's the thing. I think I learned in Dooku Jedi Lost that Jedi have a bit more, like, freedom than I thought they did. Like, the ability to, you know, go out. I thought that they were kind of sequestered to the temple. Mm-hmm. So, I'd imagine that Obi-Wan was just, like, walking down the street, saw a sign for a diner, and was like, I use a cup of coffee. A darn fine cup of coffee. <laughs> Sat down and... Dex was like, hey, what do you know? I don't know. I mean, it would be an interesting young Obi-Wan story. It would be very interesting. I mean, you want to give me an, as an anthology? Give yeah. me Dex telling Obi-Wan stories mm-hmm. about the galaxy. Do that for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, t- how did Dex know about Kaminoans? Like, cloning, all this other stuff. Like, he's got some stories and that wants to know. Right. Oh, wouldn't it be fun if, like, the next anthology series was written from the point of view of Dex? Right. Dex's data pad so or funny. something. Yes, that, that would be great. We need more Dex. We do. Um, so there's a really cool point. So, again, the whole plot is that people are disappearing and, you mm-hmm. know, they're thinking kidnapping. But there's a really yes. cool part when Jar Jar's with the Queen and then Mace pulls him away and then they go back and she's gone. Yeah. It's a really cool little, because you're so focused on, you know, Jar Jar's getting reprimanded for, because Mace doesn't trust him, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, oh, while that was happening, she's gone. Here's the thing. She's got, like, lips. Jar Jar doesn't. He's got lips. He, he's got, like, some facsimile of lips. She's got, like, cartoon fish lips. You know what I mean? Well, they're, they're not the same structure, so. No, yeah, I, I don't, obviously. I don't know what the point is. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm confused and concerned. They both got really long necks. I'm looking at a picture, by the way. Sorry. What are you trying to unravel? I'm trying to unravel why this makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) 
Okay, moving on. Anyway. No. Um, so now everybody's freaking out because the queen's gone. And Mace and Jar Jar go to investigate. And then Jar Jar gets disappeared. Mm-hmm. What's and we see the process. Yeah, and so at first it looks really creepy because it looks like he's dissolving, but it turns out they're not... I mean, they are disappearing, but not in the gone sense. They're just making them invisible. Yeah, through dust. It's a really cool twist to the idea, because, I mean, even in that moment... Before this, you don't really see anything, but you just get the idea that something's maybe... uh, sketchy's happening mm-hmm. in these events. Uh, and then when you start to see Jar Jar disappearing, it looks really, oh no, this is bad. But mm-hmm. it turns out he's just being made invisible. Yeah. It's a really interesting twist. And I'm, I mean, if nothing, these episodes are really well done in terms of the beats of what's going on, in oh, yeah. terms of the up and down, and like I said, the really cool point earlier where she just disappears. Like, it's such a subtle point. Um, but, I mean, it kind of goes in the way you'd expect. Now, there's, of course, cages above lava pits, very Temple of Doom again. Incredibly Temple um, of Doom. I love it, them. it goes for the beats that, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Mace Windu shows up and saves Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the process, we see part of what they're doing. Uh, one of the cult members reveals that they're trying to, uh, drain the Force Essence and, and capture it. Yes. He'll be sacrificed for some to reason. Malmoral demon of war. Yeah, they're they're a cult of Bardata, and they worship something. And um, but we don't know. We don't. We yeah. learn that they're draining force energy. We just don't learn in this episode why. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool hmm. if, like, I I think about this often. What if it's like a a connectivity thing where this, like, the Mortis gods are being worshipped by all these different planets. They're the same thing, but with different interpretations. You know what I mean? Uh, I that would mean, be that, very cool. That would be very interesting. I mean, you know, when we talked about the Force um, way back when on a main show, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, the Night Sisters believe in a winged beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's instances where... In the connectivity of recent storytelling, mm-hmm. there's possibility for that. Um, and in all likelihood, that's probably the case mm-hmm. of most Star Wars religion, is that it's all from the same root. Um, it just looks differently depending on the culture. Uh, mm-hmm. And much like Christianity, um, well, arguably not so much these days, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, the Jedi... Uh, interpretation seems to be the prevailing yeah. one. It's, um, it's one of those things, like, if I could cherry-pick something from the Clone Wars mm-hmm. to put into the films mm-hmm. that are currently happening, Maul already happened, but... Very true. Um, it would be Mortis. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be incredible to see, like, in live action. If just a mention. Like, they find a wooden... St- or a wooden... A stone statue of a griffin or something like, um, something like that. I definitely, I, I don't, I think when we get done with the main saga, Mm -hmm. we'll be open to the ability for more things like that. Yes. Um, 
I don't think any of the main movies they're going to get that weird. What I like about Rogue One and Solo yeah. is it shows that when they're getting in a very specific corner of Star Wars, mm -hmm. they're very willing to get weird. So, yeah, I think it's safer to say that maybe in the Ryan Johnson, maybe in the Benny Weiss, or maybe in the supposedly rumored um, KOTOR, uh, you know, somewhere around there, I definitely think more Old Republic is where Mortis could potentially show up mm -hmm. better because supposedly current Jedi have just... Oh, it's a myth and legend. Yeah. Which is another... It's just another interesting point of... So you know about these things, you just regard it as legend yeah. now. You know, yeah. it's it's one of those things, it's like, you know, modern Christians that say, oh, yeah, you know, raising the dead used to happen, but not anymore. Yeah, we don't handle snakes anymore. Some right, so do. it's like... Well, we never handled snakes. Um... <laughs> It's that similar motif of, like, you're part of the same religion, but as time has gone on, some things have gotten chalked up to, mm -hmm. eh, that's just history. Yeah. Uh, you know, as such a time as this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it's really those points that I'd like to definitely, and I think they should eventually, dig into. Yeah. Of, well, what if it wasn't so much myth and legend? And and you can do that without answering things. We don't need to know the details of Mortis. We don't need to know how it all works or all that other stuff. I do. You know. I mean, l definitely learning some things, but you can keep a mystery. Yeah. You know, it's more just that we can, we see it. Because it, it's, you know, we talked about cloning uh, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where it's super weird if cloning never shows up again because... Apparently, that was a very normal thing, um, you know, during the prequel times. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with, it's really weird if Mortis never shows up again. Yes. Because that seemed to be a very prominent thing. You know, it's a very big force concept. Yeah. So to just put it out there once as a cool story and then never touch on it again, you know. Did you know... That Barbara Streisand has cloned her dogs, her dog, multiple times. Yeah. How? It's the legit science. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a mathematician. I don't know. But like, Did there's. You learn this on the internet. I learned this from Rhett and Link. Thank you. Oh, reputable. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I. Is it the same dog? No, it's a different dog. There's. The Why do you have that opinion? Cloning stuff doesn't. Huh? Why do you have that opinion? Because cloning isn't to that point, and it's certainly not to the point that only Barbara Streisand is taking advantage of it. <laughs> she seems to be the only person. But if I don't anybody know. has cloning technology, it's Disney. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and we know that. <laughs> Why him? Because he got his dog cloned in that one movie, oh, and then he got cloned. What was that movie called? The Sixth Day. Because on the sixth day, God created man. So it's the concept of man becoming God in their ability to create other men. What kind of who is that? Sorry. I mean, it's it's the, the main crux of the film is about the, the morality of the decision. If you could, would you clone yourself, your child, your dog even? There, there's implications to it. No, because the essence of life is its finality. For Pete's sake, y'all. Sorry. Closure is important. Just, you know, one of them things. So, uh, yeah, Barbara Streisand isn't cloning her dog. She's just getting a very similar dog bread or something like that. She's got... She's done it, like, five times. <laughs> it says who? 
says an article that re- Link read okay. and then read it to us. Yeah, the okay. internet says the internet. Okay, sure. All right, so we'll break this madness for a brief ad, and then we'll be back to finish out this Temple of Doom ripoff. If it's like five seconds of silence, they they decided no. All right, so uh, back from that madness to a different madness. Um, yes, where it was confirmed that Barbara Streisand did genetically no, recreate it wasn't. her dog. No, it's... The New York Times said so. It must be true. <laughs> uh, it's a very ignorant way of saying cloning, but yeah. they, they use the DNA of the original dog and the scientific controlled environment yes. it was, creation of a new it dog. It was selective breeding through DNA stuff. It was a dog test tube baby yes. that had the DNA of the dead dog. Yes. That does not make it the same dog. We will continue this conversation in an after show. It doesn't. <laughs> um, anyway, so until we get onto the level of Cam and Owens, we're here talking about the Clone Wars. Um, you know, can you imagine the Clone Wars with dogs? <laughs> I like yes. That's the Clone Wars I want to be a part of. Just a bunch of dogs. We had this conversation this morning while we were getting breakfast. Well, not that one specifically, <laughs> but it, sort of. There's meow. a cat. Meow. It's okay. She's settling. Um... Yeah, Rex is absolutely a Labrador Retriever. <laughs> yes. Goofy, helpful. A black lab. A black lab, yes, absolutely. Um, Fox is a garbage dog. <laughs> he lives in the trash. Yeah. Well, no, but it, he's not a dog at all. He's he's a, he's a chihuahua, no, if anything. He, because I would feel bad for a dog. I don't feel bad <laughs> for Fox. Anyway. He's a possum. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I feel I, bad I for care possums. about all living creatures. Um, he's that, okay, everybody, this is a universal exercise, well, not a universal, our podcast isn't that popular. It's a long Um, Lego. It's it's a multi-person experiment, okay? Just close your eyes, think of a person you don't like, that person is Fox. There you go. So, anyway, so Mace and Jar Jar are continuing their little adventure. Mm -hmm. Um, now, so the cultists escaped with the queen in the last episode. Yes. And so they're. We didn't get there because we were talking about clone dogs. <laughs> yes, and I got frustrated uh, because it's stupid. I'm Barbara Streisand. Um, why, why are you upset about Barbara Streisand? I don't know. I just I barely know who that is off just the name. I can't even think of a Barbara Streisand movie. Get out of my way. Eh. Anyway. Um, you ignorant boy. What's it? Um, so yeah, uh, the the cultists have some force essence mm-hmm. from the one dude they killed in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Jar Jar and Mace um, are in the hot pursuit. They go to a nearby moon that has a bit of a village. I guess this is, these are all people that believe in this um, this cult deity. Mm-hmm. Maybe not everybody's cult members because not everybody's walking around with the weird mask thing. Some are just normal people shopping in the market. Yeah, they're... It seems that this planet is populated by gnomes. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I mean, they look. I don't. He's yeah. he, there's this one dude. He's tiny. Um, he looks like Davenport from the Adventure Zone. All I know is, I think he's the only one we see. Ming Po. Uh, one cultist. Um, oh, the species is Ming Po. Um, they don't even have a name for this dude. How dare you? His name is Daryl. His name is, go. why did you get a face tattoo? His name, um, which, his name is Daryl. Because a guy with a face tattoo is probably, probably named Daryl. Um, 
he he gets entangled with um, Mace and Jar Jar and essentially points them in the right direction. Like this, it it moves pretty quick. Basically, they they're in pursuit. They find out where the queen is and they go there. Um, and much like Temple of Doom, of which this was inspired, she's um, chained up. Yeah. Um, in a very sacrificial Whoa. chamber way, Whoa. but she's at the top of a pyramid. And is the epitome of the sacrifice. Apparently, she's more connected yes. to the force. Um, I guess. I don't know, but I guess. we do finally learn a little bit more about the plot, at least, because lo and behold, Mother Towson shows up. Yeah, in a moment that just straight up surprised the heck out of me. Like we haven't seen Mother Towson since Revenge, I think. Like, that was the last time we saw her was when she was given Maul some legs. Yeah. Uh, it... A while. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, it's staying. I had to explain that to someone this week. Um, I They said it's been a while and I did that. And they were like, what is that? And I was like, it's from a song. And I was like, what song? And I'm like, really? It's been it's a in, while. <laughs> How old I had were to they? Find, they're 34. Wow. I had to find the song and play it for them. And it was still like a, I think I've heard that. I was like, oh gosh, I've never, even the most obscure I've times, I've anyone. never had to do that. No, like I've never met anyone like around our age who has never heard that song before. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with like, with arms wide open. Right. It's or just like you, you've heard any this. Nickelback you have song. heard this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what, what did you think of? Talzin showing up because I I know you were I think of all the times that this show's gotten you I think that was the one twist that I, I don't know John, landed I was shook <laughs> you were shooketh I was shooketh I mean was there any other twists in the show that you can to remember that were my teacup that real like were pure like you had nothing like I thought that was gonna happen but like just a pure like did not expect at all how fives died i knew he was gonna die because everyone i love dies look out but like we all die <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to does, oh that means i love everyone oh because everyone i love dies and everyone dies in the context of the <laughs> yes um but yeah i i was not expecting how he was going to die mm -hmm. um i was expecting most of domino squadron to die all of them all of them. All of them. <laughs> John, don't. There is not. Uh, there is. There is. Uh, there is quite possibly not a living member of Domino Squadron. <laughs> Keep going. So Mother Talzin <laughs> uh, shooketh you. Mother, who can say that in a complete sentence? Mother Talzin shooketh me. I've been shooketh. I've been shooketh by the Mother Tall. Also, how about that Dave Filoni tweet earlier? Right? Yes. Right. Uh, it's hard to believe that we found out a year ago about the resurrection of the Clone yeah. Wars. Um, I, mostly because of just how how busy this year has been. Yes. Uh, so full it's of Star wild. Wars that I, I don't think we've properly yeah. felt, you know, oh wow, that was a year ago. We've been doing this show for almost a year. Almost a year. Um, and here we are talking about Jar Jar. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're not some wrong. of it. Some of his best episodes, I will. I, I'll go on the record to say this. This and um, supply lines. Yeah, a couple of my favorites. I'll say, 
Dave Filoni, this message is to you. I will give you... Dave Filoni listens to our podcast. This is news to me. <laughs> I will give you five American dollars in unmarked bills. <laughs> if you please just, just bring back Maul some more, please. Well, it's going to happen in the return. Give me more. Give me more. I can't. Um, and, and that might actually connect to part of what Mother Talzin's doing here. Bring me my trash um, husband. It, it can almost kind of seem like, ah, uh, she's just showing up because she's a bad guy and all this other stuff. But she's not a bad guy. She, she's a boss. She's got <laughs> purpose. She's an entrepreneur. <laughs> uh, she kind of is. I mean, the <laughs> fact that she's traveled this far out of her Dathomirian realm... Um, Shows, number one, she's desperate. Number two, though, she's looking for means of regaining her power. Because mm-hmm. uh, we see, at the end of this episode, she returns to the apparition. Yes. Um, so she's still not completely back on her, on her, on her feet, yeah. literally. As of right now, Mother Talzin's probably still out there. Talking in reference to, you know, we haven't seen anything otherwise. Uh, in the Clone Wars, I'm assuming oh, Rebels. What are you saying? I didn't say anything. I'm going to shut your iPad. <laughs> um, here she's pretty cool because, I mean, here she actually gets to show off. Um, yeah. She uses some green force lightning. Uh, she See? uses a, yeah. like, uh, I, I said Sith lightning. It's force lightning. It's force um, lightning. Green force lightning. She's got this cool dead sword yes. kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's very, all very cool. Um, and there's something about, you know, the color palette of it all with it's very green. her green saber. Uh, well, not saber. Her green sword against Mace's purple sword. Her the colors happening here are really cool. It's very nice. Also, you do this thing sometimes where I bring something up and you change the subject real quickly and you keep talking I so I don't subject. go back to it. Yeah. I didn't change the subject. Sure. Go ahead. We're keep still on. talking about Mother Talzin. Um... <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never went to Uber Driver. I did oh. not. Um, <laughs> I did not hit her. But Jar Jar saves uh, the queen, and with her force sacrifice gone, she really doesn't have much of a reason to fight anymore. So again, she retreats back into the ethereal plane, um, which she cast blank. <laughs> <laughs> which it, you know, that's the only reason I can think of her collecting this yeah. force energy. Is she's trying to. Re- She's trying to gain enough power to return to the real world. Um, it's weird to think that she's somehow only spiritual. It's weird. Force vampires, John. Force vampires, that would be cool. Uh, there's the concept of psychic vampires, which is a thing. I listened to an entire podcast about it. Yeah. Well, and there's multiple instances of um, energy vampires in Star Wars. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's it's weird how she crosses planes. She's one of the only non-Jedi we see that have this sort of ability and control over what realm she's yeah. in, either physical or ethereal. Or maybe she's literally just dust <laughs> that just well, flies through the air. That that's. Yeah, I mean, and like, then yeah, every so often someone will sneeze and just be like, oh, tell us. I mean, everything we know about immortality says you have to be good. Everything in some way. we know. Well, yes, but I mean, it, it has to be based yeah. on. If, you brought this up the last time we talked about Palpatine. 
If anybody could do it, everybody would. Exactly. If she could, just because she was a night sister, every night sister should have this power. Even old Daka, the oldest and wisest of the night sisters, supposedly didn't yeah. have this power. If she did, she was too old and craggly to use it before getting killed. Here's the thing. The thing that consistently blows my mind about the dark side of the Force is that we are constantly learning new things. And the fact that, you know, I had a very firm understanding that only the good guys, only the Jedi, can become one with the Force. I don't supposedly. know anymore. I don't... I mean, do you... Do I thought you, I was smart. Would you be... Oh, what, what, in what way would you be okay with evil immortality? Like, I, because I think... It's one of the, the kinds of things where it's like... It's almost like it's tampered with if um, bad guys can have it. Yeah. You know, it's like... like it, it's, it's tainted if a bad guy can be immortal. But, uh, like, for instance, you know, in Dragon Ball Z, Frieza very well could have made a wish to be immortal. Yeah. Like, that could happen because the, the dragon in charge of wishes I mean, has no moral compass. I mean, Garlic Jr. did that. It, it and happened. It worked. It happened. The only way this, they defeated him was kicking him into the dead zone. Right. Like, because the circumstances aligned, you got to be immortal. Like... If something happened like that in Star Wars, would you... I mean, if it happened, it it would be canon. You, you, the way you felt about it wouldn't change, but how would you feel about it? I think that we've been shown many times that there is a dark side method to preserving life. We see it with uh, Bane in the Morabad arc. We see it with Maul, where like he gets cut in half. And somehow uses the dark side to preserve his life long enough to right. get it to where he heals. But but in all examples of a non-light side force user mm -hmm. sustaining life beyond normal means, it's not good. No, it's terrible. Darth and Maul survived by anger. Man, literally too angry to die. Bane is just a ghost. He's a ghosty skeleton. And... With Mother Towson, she like she's not real. You you don't have a body yeah. like. She's it, the green ick. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like you're immortal, but it's not really yeah. The best way to be immortal. It's like a genie wish. It's like oh you're immortal, but right you got what you asked for, but it it yeah. it's definitely not the best most popular yeah. scenario. Give me that flesh, boy. You're gonna be bones for the rest of your life. Um. I, I definitely think the, the, the idea here for Mother Talzin, she's just trying to get back to the real world. She's trying to bring back her physical body in some way. I just, ah, I'm like really curious how we come to this point, how we get to this point with Mother Talzin that she's somehow just a ghost or some sort of essence. I mean, it's one of those things, like, did her essence travel to this planet or did she in some way get the force um, somewhere else. I don't... It, uh, it opens a lot of questions. It does. I just... I just want... I want to know more about Dathomirian culture. Very true. Give me more. It's hard when they're all dead. Um, Shh. <laughs> Shut up. Um, How about that? 
but all this all this interesting immortality talk and all this other stuff is wrapped up in a cool little package that features Jar Jar and Samuel L. Jackson in a story that's very similar to The Man. Um, anybody ever seen that episode? Or not that episode, that movie? Have you ever seen that? Explain it to me. It's the dad from American Pie uh, in Witness Protection, and the one protecting him is Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That movie. I've seen that movie. This, that's this episode. That's called The Man. That, this is called The Man Meets Indiana Jones. I da, mean, da, 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 it was in the da, notes da, da, da. of the episode. Have them right off into the sunset like Indiana Jones. Right. Like they took two, they took two very specific cues. The Man and Indiana Jones. Indiana freaking Jones. So, and in all of that, you get some interesting things. I mean, upon first viewing, you can just take it as a, this is a yeah. fun little romp. But you can also take it as, this opens a lot of questions. I mean, even just Mother Talzin showing up. Nothing else is super big. I'd like to know more about the cult and this yeah. disappearing powder stuff and the backstory they seem to have with the Jedi. But the biggest thing about it is, Holy cow, Mother Talzin shows up. You know what Holy I Holy cow, you can rip the force energy out of people. Kalima! Yeah, like, <laughs> that would have been a very on-the-nose reference. It would have been incredibly so. I wonder if the cult leader was called Kalima or something. No, the cult leader was actually... Krogral? Yeah. Something like that? Krogral? He's one of thing. the officials that we see in the first few minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. He's the one that takes Jar Jar to the queen. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Like so, the Prime Minister in the Temple of Doom. It's a it's a very cool little episode, and it's something you'd miss if you skipped filler, or if you yeah. just went off of a only watch the important episodes thing. I, that's why I think there's value in always, or in uh, yeah. watching all episodes. Sometimes, it's, sometimes yeah. you can skip, but... It's like Twin Peaks. If you just are watching for entertainment value, you can watch the filler. Mm-hmm. Like but if, no... you, if, you want, if you want the big beats... Sure, yeah. you can skip around. Or you can get a wife who's seen all of Twin Peaks to explain most of it to you exactly. so you don't have to watch season I just two. A, I just appreciate you for the books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I don't have to read. Um, oh, you're going to have to read. Uh, Star Wars books, speaking of. Uh, no. Star uh, Wars books There's before. not really a transition. We don't, I, we don't know when, but soon we're talking about uh, Alphabet Squadron. Yes. Um, soon we're going to talk Thrawn, a lot of Thrawn, because there's three books to cover, and including the original trilogy, um, there's going to be a lot of sit-down with us in a blue guy. I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read. Okay? <laughs> That's it. That's the statement. Leave me alone, Corey. I'm going to read. So, uh, but th- those are a number of the things that we have uh, in the pipes. Uh, as life is getting more settled here mm-hmm. at our new mm-hmm. Rebel base, um, these things are becoming more of a reality. We just got it mm-hmm. to the point that we should be able to start um, streaming again soon. Yes. Um, we had to get through a mountain of boxes to be able to do that, but... Um, yeah, we're getting there. Um, the cool thing is, if you didn't hear on the main show, which, why didn't you listen to that? Why? Um, why don't you like be, me? Uh, starting next Wednesday, you're going to get the podcast as you normally expect it, but, um, if you prefer visual mediums, we're also going to put it over on YouTube. And also next week, we're going to have an after show. That's true, yes. So, um, but that's going to be a Patreon exclusive. Yes. Um, we're looking at more ways of um, appreciating and rewarding those who uh, give a little extra. Um, so, in addition to other bonus content, uh, in addition to uh, different accesses, uh, mm-hmm. you're also going to get uh, an after show where it's not just going to be a topic of discussion, but it's going to be all kinds of different things. 
um, where we kind of just let the floodgates open. Yeah. Um, if you really enjoyed that cloning Barbara Streisand's dog conversation, who who, who would enjoy that? Ready. Um, but it's just another thing. Yeah. So if you like what we do, um, and if you'd like more of it, and if you'd like to support it, then uh, Patreon is the way to do that. Um, especially since, uh, and this is just realities of making a podcast. We. Um, so we lost Amazon last month. Yeah. Um, they stopped sponsoring, and uh, we're down to one sponsor, which is great for you guys because that means you have only have a two-minute ad to get through, and then you're back to the show. But for us, that sucks because that's another five cents we lose on each episode. Yeah. So it's one of those realities where, um, in order to make in in order to make quality content and to sustain what we do, um, you know. We have yeah. the panhandle. In order for us to remember to turn our phones off. I, that's your phone. Um, but yeah, so it's a reality. Uh, so if you enjoy what we do, if you would like in some way, even a dollar makes a difference. Uh, if you'd like to impact that, then Patreon, check that out. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you're connected with us on social media. Let us know what you thought of these episodes. Uh, let us know what you thought about Barbara Streisand and her stupid dog cloning. Uh, all that weird stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, this episode... Turned out to be longer than I expected. It was an important notification. I'll have you know Sam Witwer is live. Cool. Stream. I'm glad. I'd, I'd hate for him to not be live. <laughs> that um, would suck. <laughs> right. Who's going to play Ma uh, alongside Ray Park? Well, I mean... Shh. No one. <laughs> uh, I'm invested. Anyway. No one. Right. It's well, like, it's one of those things. When an actor dies, that character dies. There's no In one some else. instances... In it, some instances. It's a Mr. Hooper situation. It's, I didn't watch Sesame Street as a kid. We had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's the reality of my life. I was busy watching, you know, you didn't watch Nightmare on Elm Street either. and Star Wars and Alien. <laughs> I was um, I was raised by a different Fred. Uh, clearly. Uh, well, that's that's why we're married because we weren't raised by the same Fred. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Alabama. Uh, anyway, hey. hey, hi, how you doing? Uh, so <laughs> shut up. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Uh, we're we're working on a good line of content for next week, both on podcast, YouTube, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. And like I said, we're gonna work towards getting back to streaming. Um, it's just a matter of uh, getting our uh, getting the room set up and getting um, things unpacked so that we can do that. Yeah, can't um, wait for to see our ungodly amount of Funko Pops. Oh gosh, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of Funko. Um, but there's a lot of fun in this co, co as in company, that's you and me, and everybody on the other side of this microphone. <laughs> that pun was so bad, it made me gag. Now you know how I feel. Alright, this has been hey. drawn out enough. I'm your herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm offended. <laughs> May the force be with you guys and stay scruffy. Get out.